Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Dave Ramsey, the man responsible for changing the trajectory of our financial lives, but not so fast. Today, I'm going to share with you the areas of personal finance that I think Dave misses the market and is costing you and others like you hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. Hello, I'm Matt, and I'm here to help you on your journey to financial freedom. Make sure you subscribe to this channel because we are all about crushing debt and building wealth. So Dave Ramsey and his infamous baby steps. Yes, those seven baby steps that on the surface look great and so inspiring, but when you start to analyze the steps, you begin to see how much of a problem they can be. And that's why I thought it would be best for me to share with you how we, my wife and I, went from following Dave Ramsey and paying off almost $300,000 of consumer debt to now following our own path and being very happy that we did. Now, if you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, well, basically, he's a personal finance expert. And yes, I'm gonna call him an expert because when you talk about money for as long as he has and helped so many people as he has, I think it's appropriate to call him a personal finance expert. But Experts are not perfect, and sometimes they get things wrong. And I, like so many other Dave Ramsey enthusiasts, have learned this when we've tried to talk to other people about money, like family and friends. And let me say, this is a mistake altogether in the first place. Never tell your friends or family how they should handle their money. Let them come to you before you try to talk to them about money. So back to Dave Ramsey, you know, as a general how-to and starting the journey to financial freedom, I think he does it better than most. But after baby step two of seven, you know, paying off your consumer debt, we ended up finding out that going our our own way was best for us. And let's be clear, the debt snowball method, I think, is the best method of paying down debt. However, it's not the only method to pay down debt. So there's also the debt avalanche that tackles the balance of paying off the highest interest rate first, which could prove to be best for you, which could prove to be a better way for you to pay down your debt. And I think that's the point. You have to find what's best for you. There is no cookie cutter method into getting on that journey to financial freedom. And this brings me to the next main issue that I have with Dave Ramsey, and that's his push for investing 15% of household income. He talks about investing in mutual funds with good track records, but fails in a major way to mention one important detail, and that is to not invest in mutual funds with high fees. And the important takeaway is that mutual funds are typically good investments, however, More specifically, you want to be looking at low-cost, broad-based index funds. These are way better than these mutual funds with crazy high fees. And I mean, you want better, right? You want the best. When you're talking to a financial advisor or you're doing this yourself, like I have successfully for the last 12 years, you have to remember it's just not enough to accept Dave Ramsey's philosophy of investing or even mine or anyone else's for that matter. You got to do your homework. When I did my research, when I did my homework around investment fees, it was unbelievable what I found. There's so much more money that you can earn for retirement by saving a half of a percent. Some of you could save 2% on fees and that could be the difference between you having a million dollars in retirement versus $600,000 in retirement. Yes, that's how much fees make a difference and that's for someone saving 
$200 a month over the course of 40 years. Now let's back up on the baby steps and talk about baby step one, saving $1,000 for an emergency fund. You know, $1,000 for some can barely cover a month of expenses. And for others, $1,000 could very well cover a couple of months of expenses. Personally, if we were starting over again, my wife and I have talked about this, saving at least a month's worth of expenses is what's most appropriate, I think. Personally, if we were starting over again, my wife and I talked about having at least a month's worth of expenses, whatever that number may be, as an emergency fund. I think that is more appropriate. You can't just put everyone in the same bucket as $1,000, right? Because that amount could mean something different from one person to the next. But one month of expenses, however, across the board, in my opinion, is a better way of handling this first step and one that I have found to be a better way of handling emergencies and not keeping folks from doing other important financial actions like saving for retirement, investing for retirement, and paying down debt. Now, don't get me wrong. Having an emergency fund is very important. For you, $1,000 may be that number, but $1,000 is not a blanket number for everyone. That's why I go with one month of expenses as you start out. And I understand there is a psychological and emotional accomplishment of saving $1,000 for some people who have never done that before. But more so, I think the mindset should be do I have enough to cover one month of expenses and have it parked somewhere like a high-yield savings account as you begin to pay down debt, as you begin to start saving for retirement? Again, this comes back to finding what's best for you and your situation. And to be honest, I think the ultimate goal would be to have one to two years of savings stashed away, maybe three, but that's for much later down the path of financial freedom. And we'll definitely be covering that more in detail at a later time. Now, as we begin to get into the other parts of his baby steps for this series, specifically on this video podcast, I want to share with you what we learned and where we plan to take the next part of our financial freedom journey. I do think paying off debt as quickly as you can is important, but not everyone can do this and not everyone should do this. For some, this part of your financial freedom journey could take two to three years. For others, it could take nine to 10 years. And I say this because I'm a firm believer in starting your investing journey as early as possible. Start building that wealth as soon as you can because you want to take advantage of this phenomenon called compound interest. You want to experience some bad markets. You want to experience some good markets and get a little bit of exposure to what saving and investing for retirement looks like. And to be honest, if I worked for a company that's providing a match to my retirement contributions, guess what? I'm going to take full advantage of that match even if I was in debt. Yes, I would do that because that's free money that I would be wasting if I was not otherwise investing in my 401k or 403b. I strongly disagree with this notion of putting off saving for retirement while you pay down debt. For many folks who can contribute to tax advantage savings account and don't, like I said, are missing out on the opportunity to build wealth for the future. Of course, I still believe in being aggressive with debt, just not so much where you are sacrificing saving for retirement. That's the key. Just be real with yourself and decide what's more important for yourself, for you and your family, paying down debt as quickly as possible so you don't save for retirement or start saving for retirement with a little bit here and pay down debt quickly. It just may be a few more months, but at least you will have built up a nest egg along the way for yourself that compound interest has started already to work for you, not against you. All in all, I don't think you can go wrong 
If you're starting your financial freedom journey by checking out Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps, checking out Financial Peace University, check out his book, The Total Money Makeover. I read this book in five days, and I'm telling you, it is very inspiring, it is very challenging, and good for people who are just starting their journey. But I would be more open-minded to other personal finance experts who have challenged me and my wife and who have helped us take our financial freedom journey to the next level, a level I'm not so confident we would be on if we were stuck with the baby steps. You've got to expand your resources for personal finance education, and I think you'll be happy that you did 10, 20, 30 years from now. Thanks for hanging out with me on this video podcast. I look forward to the next one. Peace.